Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service that is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's topic is about getting more concentration. I got a lot of questions and inquiries about how to help me stay focused, how to help me concentrate better. I think this is really in the air right now. You know, we have been in some kind of pandemic for going on 18 or 19 months. And I think a lot of us are struggling with how to hone our concentration style, how to improve our focus. And so I just thought I'd give you a little, some tips about what I've been reading, what I've been applying in my own life, even more so now, I'd say, since I am at home more for this last 18 months. And concentration and focus are used interchangeably, and they are pretty similar. But the way to think about it, from what I've been reading, is focus is really honing in and into a more narrow scope where concentration is about the depth in which you're able to go. So the origin of the word concentration is actually to go into the center. So imagine that, you know, focusing is like paying attention and then concentration is being able to stay there and go deeper. So when people lose their concentration, they might also lose their focus or they might be able to focus for a short amount of time, but their overall concentration is weakened. So it really, concentration is being able to focus on something without being impacted by internal or external stimulus and being able to stay in that mode for a while without distraction. And that's what I think a lot of us are struggling with now. We might be able to focus kind of quickly on a task for a few minutes or a task for a few minutes, but to really be, go into the center, like that, that definition is hard and it's becoming harder. And it's been shown that it is harder to concentrate 
when we're so easily distracted, and there's reasons that lead to that, and we can imagine some of them, but aging is definitely one of them. So older people do tend to have a harder time paying attention and not getting distracted. They have a harder time filtering out all the things our brain has to filter out all during the day. And it's like, it's doing that for many, many years. And if it's not really relevant to what the the person is doing at that moment, then it can go out the window. So there are ways to train the brain that will not only help you now, but will help you at, help your future self. I mean, we don't really have to discuss them, but you can probably imagine what are the things that are screwing up our ability to concentrate. Most of them we can control, some, and that's the good news. Um, some might be a little bit out of our control. Some it might be our wiring, our nature, but. The number one thing is sleep. So everything comes back to sleep, it seems like. If, we can't, if we're not sleeping well, our focus isn't well. We heal while we sleep. You know, our brain is like the biggest, most amazing computer. And it has some wear and tear on it during the day. There's a lot of bites of information going in, processing. And so when we sleep, we are calming that system down. We're kind of processing and eliminating so that we can kind of recoup and like, you know, literally like reboot in the morning. And when we're not sleeping well, we are accumulating more of that kind of wear and tear on our wonderful hard drive of our computer. And that leads to stress. And that can be stress in the form of physiological stress, like inflammation. And then it can also lead to our our concentration being impacted, our focus. So sleep disorders of any kind, smiled or not, have a huge impact on memory and concentration. And they've they've done a lot of studies on this. You've probably seen the sleep deprivation studies. It's scary how how um, hard it is to focus and then that ability to go deeper. If you can't focus, you really are going to have a hard time concentrating because concentrating, again, is kind of like going into the well, going into the well of focus so that you're staying there and no external internal stimuli is bothering you. So working on improving your sleep is truly one of the best ways to improve the focus and con- concentration ability. And I've talked about this on other podcasts. So go check out my podcast on sleep. Okay, what else? Well, we don't have to guess, but technology. Technology is a huge factor. And I think that's probably why, you know, this last year and a half has been extra hard on our concentration is that we are on technology more and more because we have to be. This is how many of us are staying in touch with each other. We're working online there's just a lot more time in front of a screen. And boy, does this lead to a lack of focus and concentration um, for, for, for adults, for teens, for anybody. It's because our brain, again, is getting so many messages, sounds, ex- the external stimulus, which is a big part of concentrating is that you aren't deterred by external stimulus. Well, if you have little pings and pongs and noises all these different um, notifications that are happening all the time, it pulls you away from your focus and your concentration. I mean, I was in the car last night as my son was in basketball practice. He left his phone in the car and it was on and he has these notifications 
on. And it was just, I don't leave my notifications on at all. I just, just, I've never liked the noises and I, I see why, because the minute all of these little ping pongs were going on, I was, I was typing up something, uh, an article that I was writing. And it just, every time it did that, it took me on, took me out of my moment. And so when we are bombarding our brain and our, and our, our senses with all this stimulus from technology, from these notifications, from looking at stuff and then scrolling, scrolling is like the worst form of not being focused. So know that we know technology, of, it has, of course, been proven that, that this really prevents us from focusing and we have tremendous trouble concentrating. That carries over into the rest of our day when we're not necessarily in front of the screens is that we, we take all that kind of bebopping of our brain and we can't hone in and we can't dive in and we can't draw into center in that form of concentration. Another thing that can affect our concentration is hormones. And I've talked about hormones before, but hormones can create symptoms in our body that do affect sleep. They affect, can affect our fatigue. It can affect our mood. You know, there are hormones that can make us feel more depressed. Any one of these issues that come along with hormonal changes can, in fact, lead to impaired concentration. So I'm a big believer in finding out what your hormones are doing and getting a blood check and, and checking with a professional. Because if you find that you are having a hard time concentrating on task at hand, being able to hold your attention. So it's not just like paying attention, but holding the attention, the concentration muscle, then you definitely should um, check in with these things. Because again, these are all things we can to some degree, take control over. We also know that just emotional stress, and boy, have we all not experienced that in the last year and a half, that alone keeps us in more of a heightened state of stress mode. And when we're in a heightened state of stress, we're secreting adrenaline. And this adrenaline gives us um, small, high doses of focus, but overall it saps our ability to concentrate and to stay in like a concentrated mode. So here's an example of kind of focus versus concentration. If you pick up a book and you start to read, if you can't read like a paragraph and stay with it, that's probably like your focus is not there and, and you don't have concentration either. But if you're able to read and then stay in it and continue to read, that's a form of folk trying, you know, working on your concentration as well, because you're going deeper into it. You're not being pulled away by that internal, external stimulus, and you can stay there for a while. So that's what we're trying to improve, how to improve that ability to stay there for a while. Well, there are all kinds of neuropsychologists and scientists who study the brain and study focus and study, you know, concentration. So one of their suggestions, this was from a neuropsychologist, Kim Wilmont, Brigham and Women's Hospital, talks about setting a timer for reading. So read something for a set of time. That's going to help your focus, and that helps that extended concentration of being able to go in. So 
What you want to notice is what she says is read something for 30 minutes, setting a timer to go off every five minutes. When it goes off, ask yourself if your mind has wandered. If so, just refocus on what you're reading. So by training your brain to monitor if your mind is wandering, you strengthening the monitoring process and the ability to stay focused, to hold on to that concentration. So that's an interesting strategy. If you've noticed like you go to read and you read for a little bit, and then you're like, I don't even know what I just read, then train your brain by having this timer go off. And then in that moment, think, wait a second, was I paying attention or did I wander off? Come back to it. These are ways, again, of of helping the brain hone in because a lot of times we don't even know when we're not concentrated. We just feel jumbled up. And that's when it's like, wait, what have I been doing? What do I have to do? So what are some other strategies that people have found? I mean, mindfulness comes up again and again, all the research I did. And, you know, I have friends who are mindfulness teachers and have wonderful things to say. And it's like, one thing they'll say is mindfulness is the easiest thing. And it's the hardest thing because all it's asking you to do is be present and be aware and observe. And in the practice of mindfulness, it's really supposed to be as simple as that. It's supposed to be that you are locking in on your attention skills and boosting this mind and body connection. So you can do it by bringing your feet on the floor, sitting down, being aware of your feet on the floor. So you bring your awareness to your body, to the sensation there, and you focus on that. And it's in that moment you're paying attention. This is a very common one, by the way, feet on the floor. So it's training that skill of attention and then staying in the attention, the focus, and making it go deeper. So longer, that duration, that concentration. So you might start by sitting with your feet on the floor and just feel your feet on the floor for one minute, maybe 30 seconds. And then little by little, Can you extend that to four or five minutes where you're still mostly thinking about your feet on the floor, but noticing when your brain starts to wander from feet on the floor to what you're doing later on in the day, or I'm hungry, or any of these various things that our brain is telling us. So some of focus and concentration is really, I don't want to say as simple as, but as simple as catching ourselves catching our brain when it starts to wander, because what we want is to train our brain to sustain focus. That's our concentration. So training the brain, and we can do that starting very simply where we're not doing a lot of things by the sitting, but then you can add other things in there. What are some things that would, that require that sustained focus? Reading the book, we already talked about that. Well, how about something like a game with your family? a jigsaw puzzle. You want to choose something that really excites you, that you're excited about staying focused in. You don't want to not be excited about it. So I started playing the piano again and I have failed, by the way. I'm just going to be the first, but I I started and it was like the first few minutes were hard. Like I would, and then all of a sudden I got into it and then you're, I'm in it. I'm playing the piano. I'm feeling my fingers on the piano keys and I'm there and it's super focused. Like I can feel the neurons sparking afterwards. And it felt amazing because my, it really helped my concentration. 
So playing an instrument can help your concentration, but doing a puzzle to playing a game, anything that's improving some of your concentration skills will improve your concentration. And so just adding that element of, of paying attention while you're doing it helps out. Remember, we're going for a more sustained focus. So if you're already having trouble with just honing in and focusing, focus on that first and then focus on increasing the duration of that. And there's all kinds of, so I want to do the online ones because we're online enough, but you, there, there are books you can print out. You can even print something like I've printed stuff before for my kids and I just write on, um, for me and my kids right on the, right off the screen. So we weren't doing it on the screen, but they're brain exercises that are fun. They're healthy at any age where you can work on your focus, your concentration, your memory. So that's another really important, consistent piece of advice for improving concentration techniques is working on memorizing stuff. Now I talk about this a lot in my teacher trainings because I teach a lot of classes. I create a lot of classes. I probably created probably over 700 classes in my library. And when I go to teach a class, I look at what I've written down. So I write everything down. Now, some people write it down and then they type it out, but I write an entire 60 minute, 75 minute class, 45 minute class down. And by writing it, I've already put it in my brain. So when I look at it again, even if it's years down the road, there's something in it that I remember. Even if it's like, I kind of remember around the time that was. And then I look at what I'm doing in that flow. And as I'm looking and reading, I'm imagining doing the movements in my head. This is a very powerful concentration technique because I'm memorizing the class I'm going to teach and I'm memorizing it by visually looking at it and reading, and then also pro- taking that into my brain and imagining it. And that helps the memorization of it because I'm kind of visualizing the actual movements. Now, you can apply that to anything, but memorize some stuff, whatever it is. This is one of the best ways to improve your concentration. So maybe it's a poem. Remember how we used to do that in school? Maybe it's, you know, a laundry list that you make of of what you're getting at the grocery store and test yourself out. Like it's more interesting if it's interesting to you. So I'm just giving, throwing out some suggestion. Maybe it's a song. You know, we think about when we're listening to somebody singing a song and we're like, oh yeah. And we do that over and over again. And our brain takes in the words and then we memorize it, but purposefully memorize it, purposefully memorize it. So memorizing it is one of the best concentration techniques. What a few others. We already talked about mindfulness and we talked about, you know, getting a lot of sleep, movement, exercise. Exercise comes up always, always. When you want to improve focus, when you want to improve your concentration, you prime your mind and your brain when you work out. And so kinesiologists have studied this, neuroscientists have studied this. When you have exercised, you are physiologically kind of prepared for focus. From your sensory receptors that increase when you move, that increase information to your brain and back again, you're just kind of like sparking everything um, to the neurotransmitters. You're 
setting yourself up for the magic elixir of memory and concentration from everything you do. And so make sure you work out, make sure you move every single day. So if you are having trouble concentrating, one of the first things I would ask you is how much are you moving? How much are you sleeping? Those two things alone, you know, I can't say any percentage, but I think if you improve your sleep and you are moving every single day, there's no, you shouldn't have a day off of movement. It can be 20 minutes just walking, but you need to move because when you move, you are already stimulating your brain. You are already preparing it for, to be better at concentrating. There's really is almost nothing else that does that besides sleep. So if you're not moving, this is not to make you feel bad. This is to encourage you. You must start moving. You are priming your brain when you work out, when you move. Uh, You know that. Think about like after you've worked out, moved, practiced yoga, walked, whatever, how much clearer you are. Well, that clarity is the ecosystem from which concentration is born. So let's all work on our concentration. I know so many people are struggling with this. I do get a lot of questions about it. And I just wanted to do a podcast because there is no better time than present. You might feel exhausted. You might feel overwhelmed. You might feel fried. You might feel all of those things. Start small. Let it be part of your daily routine that you do something for your brain. Do you help it to ignore distractions? How do you do that? Take your Take all the things off, the notifications off. Put your technology aside for a certain amount of time. I say, you know, put the do not disturb on your phone for a certain amount of time. Give your brain a chance to not be distracted. Sleep well. I haven't even gotten into eating. I'm not going to, but just know that obviously if you eat, you know, your energy comes in the form of what you're taking in, your nutrients. So are you eating well? Are you eating a nice, healthful diet? It is also incredibly important for your ability to concentrate for both children and adults. Movement. It's so good for your brain and, of course, for your body. But it also trains your brain to focus and to be less distractible so you can stay, again, in a concentrated way. You're, you're less likely to be distracted by any internal, external stimulus. And please get better sleep, everybody. Do it. Let's all really work on our concentration muscle so we can be stronger and stay focused longer together. As always, I'm pulling for you. 